get ready to rock and roll. There we go. And we're live. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Final Tackle Podcast. Roll the intro. Righto. Well, I'm CJ and I'm joined by multi-club playing Queensland Maroon representative and Papua New Guinean international Neville Costigan. Thank you very much for joining us here, mate. No, no worries. Happy to be here. Thank you very much. So let's get stuck into the questions, shall we? Question one. You made your debut for the Broncos in round 26, 2003. What was that like for you and the week leading up to it? Uh, it was a good week. I was just... Um I was playing reserve grade uh, for Tom McCloughs. Yep. We just finished yep. our season, so I was on Mad Monday when uh, oh, wow. Wayne, Wayne called me on the ne- uh, the second day and said, oh, come down to the Gold Coast to our training camp. We've got um, your plan this weekend. And I was sort of had to sober up a fair bit. So, <laughs> yeah, um, yep. No, nah, it was good. I rang me Oli straight away and told them. And it was exciting, eh? I went down to the Gold Coast for a few days with the team. And, um, yeah, no, it was... Um, that would have been awesome. Yeah, it was good. Uh, question two: How was retirement treating you? Yeah, no, it's um, pretty good. It's a bit tough when I first retired. Um, just you know, you had to start all over again, and didn't have, didn't do much studies. Just done a few courses and that, and yep. Um, you know, struggled, still, still struggling um, to figure out what I want to do in life. It's sort of a um, bit tough, but sort of um, a curveball sort of thing. Yes. You do something for you know 10, 15 years, and you go back. You got to start all over again. Um, yeah. And on, on way less money. So, uh, but <laughs> now nah, I'm getting through it now. It's really it's um, enjoying it actually. Fair enough. That's good to hear. Question three: While at the Broncos, you got involved with a drink driving scandal and missed out on the 06 Grand Final. Tell us about the man behind those moments, so we can hear it from the non-media biased side of things. Yeah, man, I was sort of, um, I was, you know, fairly heavy drinker back in the, when I was younger, um, yep. most young yep. fellas do, but, yeah. um, yeah. you know, I was sort of, you know, just stuck in my comfort zone there, and uh, I was drinking every weekend after games, and um, yep. sort of having a bit too much fun, and uh, it was a good wake-up call, actually, um, mm-hmm. you know, just to snap me out of it. Um, so, you know, it was, was you know, it wasn't a good feeling at the time, but it sort of wake me up a bit and um, sort of you know, put you on the straight and narrow sort of thing. Yeah, and sort of, you know, the next year stuck my head down and um, made Origin the next year, and um, no, it was it was, um, it was a good wake up call. That's good. That's good. Speaking of the n- the following year, in '07 you went to the Raiders. What was it like moving from such a different club and atmosphere? And different climate as well, in particular, all the way down to Canberra. Was it, what what was the atmosphere there like in general? Um, it was yeah, it was sort of a bit of bit of a shock. Um, the lifestyle, going from um, you know sunny Queensland to cold, miserable Canberra, ACT. <laughs> but, yep. um, it wasn't too bad, you know. Um, when I used to go there and play, and I was, you know didn't really think much of the place but to actually live in there you make it your home and um, you're starting you enjoy it a lot more 
Yeah. Um, but it wasn't too bad. You know, the boys met all the fellas there, and they're all um, good fellas, which makes it um, a lot easier. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. Question five. What was it like playing at State of Origin level and for Papua New Guinea, and which level did you love playing at more so, club, state, or international? Um, well, in 2008, we played in the World Cup. and Oh, that would have been amazing. Yeah, never played for um, PNG before. But, um, that was my first time. We had, you know, a couple of weeks camp before the tournament started, and um, just being around the boys made me appreciate um, what I had at the time. You know, yep. uh, playing full time rugby league and a few of the boys never been out of Australia, and just seeing how much they enjoyed, um, how happy they were playing rugby league, and where you know what places it took them, and made me yeah appreciate. Um, what I had and so so would probably yeah so you'd uh, say yeah. that um sorry sorry to interrupt sorry, so you'd sorry. say that no. PNG and playing for them really like opened your eyes more so than playing just for club and state it really made you appreciate what you had and the level of you know job that you had and whatnot yeah definitely and um being in camp with those boys too it's probably the best um part of my career being around them and um you know, I was just had so much fun. Probably the funnest, um, you know, month or so I've had in, out of my footy career. Nice. Um, you then moved to the Dragons in 2008, um, linking up again with former coach from when you were at the Broncos, Wayne Bennett. I've interviewed former players who have played under Bennett, such as Jamie Soward and Denon Camp and Ben Eichen. And the Wayne Bennett effect does definitely seem to be a thing. Did your transition to the Dragons, was that made a bit easier knowing that Wayne was coaching there? And also, what was the atmosphere like at a different club, but with Wayne Bennett there as well? Yeah, well, um, I was sort of, you know, wasn't too happy after a couple of years at the um, Raiders. Yeah, yep. Wayne called me and said, uh, do you want to come to the Dragons? And I didn't even think twice. I yeah. Said, yeah, definitely. I've got my bags back ready. and. Um, yeah, so I went there, and he's just he's just an unbelievable coach, especially off the field. He looks after his players. He, you know, takes interest yep. um, in your family. And, um, you know, my sister, when I was living down there, my sister wanted to come move down with me, so he went out of his way and, you know, got her a job and all that sort of stuff. Oh, wow. You know, he, just things like that he does that people don't see. Um, yeah. That's why um, players love playing for him so much. Fair um, enough. Yeah, that's... Dragons... Yeah, Dragons were a good club, you know, good good fellas, and there was no dickheads there, um, and it was just, you know, probably the best club I've played for. That's what it showed how good we went there. Definitely, yeah. considering you won a grand final with them in 2010. Yeah, that was that probably the best day of my life. I was going to say, one, one of, one of. segueing into the 2010 grand final is my next question with the Dragons. Thus, completing it all, playing club, state, national, and winning a grand final. Which one of those is your favourite memory? Uh, uh, grand final day was my favourite. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just you play, you know, you train all year and play all year for that one game, and when it finally happens and um, you win, you win it. Just, you're just un- unbelievable. You know, it's, yeah. you can't explain how what the feeling you get. It's just, you know, I had. Um, it's all the hard work just, paid off. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Nice. Um. You then headed over to the UK to play for Hull Kingston Rovers in 2014, but left what seemed about as soon as it started, only about after a season or so. What was the reasoning behind the early exit from the Rovers? 
Well, um, I loved it over there, but I missed the family too much. I've got a younger brother yep. who I um, absolutely love. He's got Down syndrome. And oh, fair enough. Seen, yep. um, he normally comes, you know, stays with me a few times a year when I was living in Oz. And yep. A couple yep. of weeks at a time, and I never seen him the whole year. When I moved back, uh, when I come back for off-season, I, I had a partner at the time, and I asked her, do you want to go back to England? She goes, oh, it's up to you. And I said, oh, look, I miss me family too much. But um, looking back now, I sort of regret not going back because I still had another year or two on my contract. And um, mm -hmm. I regret not going back. You know, I could have done things differently, but um, no, it is what it is, eh? Yeah, no, that's fair enough. And last question before we get into the partner and sponsors of this podcast's questions is with the 2019 season coming to a close, what are your thoughts on the home and away season so far? And are there two teams you believe we will be seeing play each other on grand final night? Um, you can't you can't go past, um, at the moment, you can't go past Storm and Melbourne but, yep. um, yep. and Roosters. Yeah, yep. yep. I'd like to see a different grand final, like, you know, someone uh, like Raiders and Manly or something like that. I was literally about to say... My red hot tip would be Raiders Manly or Raiders Rabbitohs because I'd really love to see those two two games for a grand final. I reckon. Yeah, definitely. You sort of get sick of seeing the same teams all the time, but. Um, well, I mean, I know. saw I saw a post on Instagram the uh, this morning. The last seven years, the minor premiers have been the Roosters and the Storm. Yeah. Yeah, like four to the Roosters and three to the Storm over the last seven years. Far out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Quick shout out to all of the sponsors and that I'm in partnership with for the podcast. The first one is the Hull FC fan page. They're an Instagram-based Hull Rugby League Football Club news page. They give you the latest updates on all things Hull, from team lists, injuries, debuts, and more. I actually use them myself for all my Hull FC news needs, and you should too. Head over to their Instagram. It'll be linked after this interview airs on YouTube and Twitter, um, all of the social medias as well. Give them a follow so you can never miss an update on Hull FC. Our second partner is RL Match Days. They're also an Instagram-based news source covering all things Betfred Super League, specifying with Warrington Wolves and the Championship League. They are trying to branch out into the NRL news. So for all of your Super League and Warrington Wolves news, live updates and more, head over to their Instagram. Give them a follow to make sure you never miss Warrington Wolves updates. And our final partner for this episode is the Rugby League Away Day. It is an Instagram-based Salford City and Super League news outlet as well. They are focusing on the Super League women's competition at the moment. So for all your Super League women's comp news, head over to their Instagram. It was first founded in 2017 by a former under-19s academy player of the Salford City Red Devils. And that all of their Instagrams will be linked at the end of this interview. I'm just going to be quickly doing some questions on behalf of them. The first question is from the Rugby League Away Day. Who was the jokester at each club that you played at? Well, um, at uh, Hull KR was um, probably Graham Horn or Ben Cocaine. Yep. Um, the Raiders, oh, man, I can't remember back that far. <laughs> Fair um, enough. What about Dragons? The Dragons, probably Dean Young. Yep. Um, he was a bit of a character. Uh, what about the Knights? Uh, the Knights would have been... Uh, Probably Richie Foe, so he was he was definitely a character. He yep. was um, one of the big dogs there. But um, yeah, no, nah, they, they were good fellas at the same time. Nice. Um, on behalf of RL Match Days, is there anything you miss and don't miss about the game? Um, what I don't 
I miss hanging around the boys in, um, you know, in dressing sheds after a game. Yep. You know, um, have a few beers and just enjoy each other's company. Um, what I don't miss, uh, what, what I do like not playing is um, you get your weekends off, you know. You don't, yeah. Nothing, you don't, uh, all I do is, you know, spend time with my daughter and, um, uh, yeah, so you don't get uh, you don't get told what to do all the time. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> on behalf of Hull FC fan page, how was your time at Hull KR and the Super League? I mean, it's already been covered, but on behalf of them, that's that's the question. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I loved it over there. I loved the competition. It was, it's the second best comp in the world, um, and they're Definitely. right up there with NRL. For sure. Um, I loved it. I loved every time. The fans are awesome over there. They mm-hmm. get get stuck into it. Um, and I, I do, I talk to people now, I do miss living in Hull. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember playing a World Cup over there and I told the boys I would never live here, move here. And then <laughs> I'll end up, end up living there and I end up loving it. So Far out. I do miss it, eh? Nice. And this one isn't actually a partner, but they are a Facebook page that I'm very much a part of because I'm a big Brisbane Broncos fan. So on behalf of the mighty Brisbane Broncos... What is your favourite moment and memory of your time at the Broncos? Um, oh, probably making my debut. Yep. Um, and playing when I had no injuries. Um, <laughs> I loved playing with the boys. You know, big club, massive club. Mm-hmm. Um, they love their footy in Brisbane and they look after all their players over there. Um, it's just a good club, you know, big, massive club to be part of. And, mm-hmm. You know, I was... I was grateful I've had a, you know, um, three, four years there. Wonderful. That's honestly a really, really good wrap-up for those questions. Now, everyone, there'll be a whistle that'll be coming up in a second to signalise Try Time Trivia. <coughs> Rightio. Try Time Trivia, you guys know how it goes. It's a set of six questions to represent the set of six tackles. Um, quick fire questions. Neville Costigan, let's go. Question one. Who was awarded the Clive Churchill Medal... In the 2017 Grand Final. Uh, uh, Slater? Yeah, mate. Question two. How many games did minor premiers and eventual Grand Final winners of 2007 Melbourne Storm lose during that season? Three? Ah, uh, close. Four. Question number three. By which name were the Sydney Roosters originally known? East? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll accept that because Eastern Suburbs. Um, question four. What is the name of the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks club song? Up, up, Cronulla? Yep. Which posi- which of these positions did Manu Vadivai play for the New Zealand Warriors? Wing, hooker, or prop? Um, wing and prop. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, nah, just wing, but so I'll accept that because yeah, that was the first... Acted co- like a prop. <laughs> definitely like did. Prop. Definitely did. And last question, an easy one to round it out. Whose clothing line is known by a logo featuring the letters G and I? Oh. G-I? Yeah, yeah. Greg Inglis, yep. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I, I want to thank you very much for joining us here on the Final Tackle Podcast. Everyone be sure to go and follow Neville Costigan on Instagram and be sure to follow Hull FC fan page, RL Match Days, and the Rugby League Away Day on Instagram. Thank you very much. Do you have anything that you want to um, promo or any words of advice for any listeners and or fans of the sport? No, mate. It's been, uh, it's been really fun talking to you. Um, hopefully everyone listens and follows you. It's, um, 
good, 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 good fun um, questions, yeah. Thank you very much, mate. Well, I'll, I'll be sure to get you back on at some point next season to do another interview, if that's all good. No worries, CJ. Thanks for having Thank me. Thank you very much, mate. Thank you. So that was Neville Costigan joining us here on the Final Tackle Podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it. And be sure to follow RL Match Day's Hull FC fan page and Rugby League Away Day. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. And stay tuned because later on today we will be interviewing Luke Cavell, former Sharks goal-kicking machine.